0: You're listening to another network.com podcast,
1: the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show.
0: Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, featuring Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while building a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by the influencealliance.com, the business building community for coaches and consultants who want to make a much bigger impact in the world with their message. Yes, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says change occurs because a desire to experience that which one desires has been captured in one's mind. I'm sure she's going to share more about that. Joining me on today's show is Lavon Earle. Lavon is the director of the non-profit coaching ministry YKI Coaching and as a coach she specializes in wellness or emotional wellness and she's also the author of A Coach for Christ which I believe has become an international bestseller. Now this is an awesome resource with the training modalities and an appendix with scriptural references, helpful questions and many godly words to implement your true identity. Now she is someone who loves the Lord and others and she felt compelled to help those in their local rescue mission who have been sexually abused to recover their true identity so they can heal. Now, she wrote a course for them called Born to Bloom. And on today's show, LaVon's going to share that knowing your true identity really matters. She's going to talk about understanding the impact of any form of abuse in your life will help you to identify the truth of what broke and how it can be fixed through your godly identity and godly vision, as well as having a message, for restoration, and any form of success that we wish to achieve is absolutely vital. So let's welcome LaVon to the show. Welcome, LaVon.
0: Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me here.
1: Oh, it's so welcome. And uh, I believe that uh, before we went live, and I mentioned it during the introduction, you have written a book, and it's become a bestseller internationally. So congratulations on that, LaVon. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Tell us a little bit about how you got into the area, specializing in the area to help people who have had an experience with some form of abuse. Can you tell us a little bit about the journey into that?
0: So um, the book Born to Bloom came about because I serve over at the OC Rescue Mission. I've been there for three and a half years. I teach life skills, parenting, um, different courses, because as you know, that I work with... um, certifying christian coaches and we work with the mind and the whole aspect of an individual so i taught a lot of courses there and as i was going through i kept hearing that so and so had been sexually abused they were suffering from this and different triggers that were happening so i approached um the mission and said we really need a course for this so that people can heal from this and especially since they were taking in um sex trafficked women that we needed to have a course that we could offer to help these women heal. And there's men that heal too, but I recommend that a facilitator be of the same gender, of course, because of the subject matter. Um, But yes, this is the course born to bloom that I teach um, over at the mission. And the first uh, step to any healing, no matter what you're going through is knowing your true identity in Christ, separating yourself from relationships from traumatic events from anything and having an understanding of who you are in Christ and getting that solid is the first step to healing and naturally the mind wants to go to where something traumatic has happened and we have to reprogram the mind so the mind begins to operate on the way that it should in a healthy way a godly way the way God intended it to speak to you so that as you're going throughout your day you're not troubled by all these different triggers that you're having. So this is a seven week course, it has been video recorded. And I offer that on my site for those that are not a part of the mission. So they can take and receive healing in the comfort of their own home. They can turn on the video, go through the workbook and receive the healing in their home.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a topic that obviously um, may, for some people, that it may cause some issues. So we certainly want to um, provide you with some support. Please reach out and seek support. We'll, uh, Lavonne uh, certainly will give you her details and there's lots of resources that can help. So there's certainly support as we're talking about this particular topic. But it's one that I think is so very important because when any form of abuse happens, there has to be real help healing from that. And I'm I'm talking about the healing where you get to a stage where you aren't triggered. And I think that is something that we see time and time again, isn't there? There are various um, support mechanisms and, and they're good ones, but we're, we're talking about a real life changing support. And, and this is where you're going to be talking a little bit more into really knowing our true identity. What have you, what were you seeing, Lavon, with the people that you were talking to in this mission that had gone through abuse that that prompted you to say, we really need to develop a course, this this program, because what are some of the things that you see happening? And the reason I ask you this is that this may be happening to someone right now. And they're thinking, well, what's wrong with me? Why can't I deal with that? I know that this, and I've gone through various processes, but there must be something that was missing in what was being offered. Can you
0: share a little bit more about that? Yes, absolutely. Well, um, triggers are something that affects anyone that has been through any kind of trauma whether that trauma is infidelity or you know you're going through a divorce you're fighting with somebody or you've been terribly traumatized in a sexual way we all experience triggers from a lesser degree to a very great degree and that's where these triggers need to be reprogrammed and i'll just back up a little bit and share a little bit about my story as i do in the course because it is how i got started even 11 years ago in coaching and working with people is that I myself had a very area of weakness as I was going through a divorce from my husband. He had been unfaithful to me and my mind was just so disrupted. I was being um, triggered constantly by even that in itself of, you know, a certain woman would trigger me or a certain event would trigger me or I'd hear about infidelity and it would cause me to cry. And so I understand when you're going through a traumatic experience. And I thought, well. How come somebody like me, who is a Christian, solid, knows God's word, cannot get my mind right? Like, Lord, help me. Like, And I would receive prayer. And I, I continually thought there must be more. And there is more. There are a lot of methods and things that we can do that agree spiritually and scripturally so that we can be in harmony with God and do these certain tools to really reprogram on our mind. And God has given us uh, an imagination, our mind for the purpose of creating, but our mind can oftentimes go to the dark side and begin visualizing and creating things that are not of the Lord. And especially if you've been through trauma, you're going to go through and you're going to visualize and you're going to create in your mind. And so I took several, several courses on, on healing and working with people. I'm an NLP practitioner. And so really that's a very biblical thing if you understand it, what has happened in in the secular world is people take principles that are from God they remove God from it and they advertise it as this new method and mythology and it works because it's a godly principle and my intent is to bring God back into those principles so we can honor the Lord and scripturally adhere to what he has to say. And so Mm -hmm. NLP is really about your thoughts and the words that we speak. And so I teach the principles of things like godly anchoring, godly visualization, godly meditation, so we can use our mind in the way that God intended, so we can get our mind to function properly. And so in my particular situation, I had, like I said, I went through NLP training, um, I went through vision therapy, I went through counseling, I went through sozo healing, inner healing, became a certified life coach. So all these different trainings and things that I had taken for my own personal healing, I thought there needs to be a course that offers this, it's a one stop shop, so people can come receive prayer, they can come receive coaching, and they can get their mind right. And so I ended up developing the Christ centered coach training. At that time, I I developed it for Wainwright Global. And we uh, developed this as I said, I developed for them, and I later branched off on my own and formed my own company, YKI Coaching, and so I train and certify Christian coaches in the methods that I use so that they can offer a guided godly meditation to those that are vulnerable. When you're in a vulnerable place, it's very hard to see hope. It's very hard to see your future and what can be, and so we really teach, like, even how to pray, because when you pray in some, a certain way I don't know if you've ever been prayed for and you're more broken afterwards but when I was going through my situation with my husband I remember somebody praying for me and they were like God bless her broken dreams, her shattered life. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm broken now after this prayer. And the, the, the word aspect. And I'm so glad that you gave the
1: back um, story. And you know, as you were sharing, I mean, one of the things that we are told to do as Christians is renew your mind every single day. And and I'm NLP trained as, as well. And as I was learning, I can concur with everything that you have said. Um when you when you layer biblical principles within what we're taught in that way. We realise, and it says in the Bible, you need to watch what you speak over yourself. You need to be very mindful because you can continue to oppress yourself with the words that you say. And uh, when you've gone through a traumatic event, you need to go through um, the process of really healing from that. And I love the way that you're going to talk about identity because one of the things that we know, and we know that there's an enemy and one of his greatest uh, desires that enemy is to A, you know, fake it. So that he's not a that he doesn't exist. Well, that's number one myth that we want to shatter. He is well and truly alive, and that's why we need to renew our mind every morning. Because when we you talked about going to the dark side, our mind will go through. You know, you are this, you are that. That's why this happened to you. You know, and then there's this blame and shame, secondary often emotions, isn't it, LaVon, That packs on on top of that. But let's talk about your true identity and knowing what that true identity. is is and why it matters so much share a little bit more about this thank
0: you So in both of my books, whether you're getting a coach for Christ, which is our our Christian coaching program, I offer an appendix with the resources in the back in both of the books and in Born to Bloom, the same thing. In fact, there's even a feelings chart so you can go through it and identify, well, how am I feeling? Because a lot of people don't even understand really how are they feeling? So we go through it and really begin to understand how you're feeling, taking those feelings and making those obedient to Christ, right? So everything good comes from God. It's really as simple as the, the light and the dark. So I tell people it's as simple as drawing a line down the middle. Here is God on the right side and everything good, love, peace that you are powerful that you are confident everything that is good that is any characteristic is of God a lot of times people think they don't want God in their life and really what they're saying is they don't want love they don't want light they don't want power they don't want confidence they don't want anything good because everything good is God and then on the other side we have the enemy so it's really as simple I teach everyone it's as simple as taking that one thought Maybe you're feeling unworthy, you're feeling dirty, you're feeling shame, whatever it is that you're feeling, you take that and you reverse it. And again, there's a whole list of all of those words in the back of the book that has like shame, or we take it and then you feel Free. you feel confident you feel worthy so we want to take those and we want to shift it and begin anchoring ourself in Christ so we teach godly anchoring in our um our ministry and the the women that I work for, I, for at the mission I always bring an essential oil with me because mm-hmm. we teach godly anchoring the sense of smell and your neurology are so closely linked together. So when you're smelling something, it anchors in your mind. It's kind of like you know, you, you walk by a bakery and you're like, oh, that makes me think of grandma, Take grandma or so. Yes.
1: Yeah,
0: or that perfume, and it reminds you back of the old days or something. And that's the same concept. In this concept, what we do is we anchor in Christ. So anointing ourselves with the oil, we don't need our senses. But God gave us our senses and so in our practice we use them. We use them for the glory of God and for our benefit. So anchoring yourself in the palm of your hands each and every morning you get up and you write down the list of everything that you're working on. God gives you new words each and every day that you are treasured, that you are precious, that you are an apple of his eye. Whatever word God has given to you that you would like to anchor in your soul that comes not only from your mind but sinks deep deeply into your heart, and you begin saying those things of yourself. I am worthy. I am loved. I am healed. I am powerful. I am forgiven. And so they're affirmations. Yes, but they're godly affirmations, because God is the great I am. And he goes before us. So whenever we use the words I am, we need to make sure that they agree with who God says we are. Now we can feel things like I am feeling sad. But our mind knows that feelings shift and change. So when we say something like that, like I am feeling sad, I'm upset right now. And those are things that are that shift and change. But your true identity is who you will forever be. I am powerful. I am victorious. I am a Uh, a finisher I am complete in Christ all of those things that are true about you you anchor yourself and you do this twice a day more if you're going through healing like you know certain women that have gone through traumatic things or men that have gone through traumatic things you would write that and you would do it throughout the day, as many times as you need to do that. But I highly recommend you do it twice a day. I always tell people, you brush your teeth twice a day, anchor yourself twice a day in Christ. This way you're going to bed and you're thinking, I am filled with peace. I am content. I am rested in Christ. And you relax knowing that Christ has you covered. And that is a way to train the mind. And then before you know it, this is all training. But as you're driving down the street, you're thinking, oh, I'm so filled with joy. I am so filled with peace. I am so loved. And your mind begins to operate on the way that God intended. Yeah,
1: yeah. We've got David Bentishek here to say the best way to renew your mind is to fully allow Christ into your heart, which, uh, yeah, which you just said, it really uh, uh, is so important. So, LaVon, if someone is listening then and you, you talked about how important it is to speak those affirmations and as as you are sharing them, I mean, there are Bible verses that actually say that, isn't there, in, in, in our Bible that really confirms that th- this is who we are in, in Christ. And and often we find that right at the beginning stages, we can continue to go back to that traumatic event. And so the more often we think about that traumatic event, what we want to try and do is minimise that and and think about the positive things. Can you share a little bit about that process of getting to that stage where you are able to stop the negative thoughts and, and, and really visualising because there needs to come a time where you just set that intention, isn't it, to say I'm not going to to do that but rather focus on on the good and what is, you know, who I am in Christ
0: because that is an area that I think can keep very many people stuck. Yes. I love that you asked that because in our program, the one, number one things, in fact, it has gone through the mission five times. I'm now teaching it for the fifth time at the mission. That's how new it is. But all the, the teachers, the students and the, the residents there have told me, I love this program because it doesn't cause us to Think on the details. In fact, Mm -hmm. people say that's the very first thing when I start the class is that the details of your abuse are not important because many times there are so many incidences they can't recollect like which, which time do I focus on? And I said, that is not important. What is important is the impact Abuse had on your life. It caused you to feel dirty. It caused you to feel worthless. It caused you to feel shame. It caused you to feel those things. And that is what we transform into our life and and help them think. So like Philippians tells us, Paul tells us in Philippians to focus on that which is good. And there is definitely a process. So in the very first week, what we talk about is that there is a big God story. A lot of times what happens is when you've gone through trauma, such as sexual abuse, infidelity, any, you know, trauma that has happened in your life, this dark cloud encompasses you and that's the only thing that you can think of is this dark cloud this abuse and so what we have to do is push back way far away from it and begin to see the big god story and begin to see the purpose of pain in our life so that we can heal and begin to help others heal and the more that we understand those concepts we understand that this happened. It was horrible. It was not of God at all. Not that the Lord did not desire any of this for you in your life, but what the enemy intended for evil, God is going to use for good and he is going to multiply his kingdom because you're going to be able to reach so many people because of it and bring many people to the Lord. So we take this big God story and we begin to get a bigger perspective as we push away from our pain. And that's one of the reasons I feel like um, regular counseling for abuse is sometimes very harmful and can do more damage. I've heard this story endless times because they go in there and they reiterate their story they reiterate what happened and what you're doing is further ingraining that into your mind and what should happen is beginning to focus on that which is good we have to remember that the mind is there to protect us god made our memories for our good so he says here's a memory i want you to remember this thing that happened so it doesn't happen to you again so what are some things that you can learn from and do so it doesn't happen again god made us like that he doesn't want us to keep falling into the hole right and we understand that as sexual abuse that you were a victim but there are certain protections and precautions that we can place over you and allow the mind to say it's okay i have processed this i have healed it i am okay I am victorious. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and begin to soothe the mind and let the mind know that you are okay. Now you are safe. And that's the difference is that we focus on what is true. What is true is that you are in a safe location. Now you are safe. We don't want the mind to keep tormenting with lies. That is the falsehood because now you are safe. It is over and we're going to move forward into victory. Yes.
1: One of the things that you mentioned there, and I have to uh, agree and, and just be mindful and share something that um, that I experienced. I won't name names, but someone was booked to come on the show and she'd written a book about her sexual abuse and she was going to share the story because she dealt with it she, and, and so forth. But she ended up having to cancel the call because she said, I've spoken about this so many times over the last 30 days. She said, I need to go back back and go in again and just because it's just caused because she was speaking over and over and over again about that resharing reliving her story and so be mindful about the words that you share be mindful
0: when we share a story such as I did with the story about my husband and the situation that I went through with infidelity we need to share it in a testimony form which means I had this but god but Mm -hmm. god healed me i am healed and now I help heal other people and so that's a beautiful story one that our mind loves to hear and can relish and really feel powerful in as we share it so yeah when i share my stories it actually just continues to further empower me to know no, that
1: and you will know you will know i remember years ago i was working with uh, a, a coach after what I, I mean my my god story my testimony i should say the b- worst business failure i've ever had and it took me uh, you know, some years to to deal with it and heal from it. There had to be forgiveness there and and real healing. But now I can honestly say it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it set me on the path that I am today. And the lessons and the learnings from that have continued to empower me forward. And so that's right. I mean, there needs to be that process, but there's real you know, when you think of um, all of the things that you've said and that that whole process is a real healing one and a strengthening one. There's something I want to touch on because I think that this can often be an area where the enemy can use this us as, a, again, continued repression or oppression, if you will, and that is the whole topic of forgiveness. Now, especially in the event where there is abuse, we're not saying the forgiveness to say that what happened to you was right. Absolutely not. But what we want to do as part of that process is to, as I think you mentioned earlier, is to separate yourself from that so that you can cut those emotional ties. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for me, I had to go through in my situation, which was not sexual abuse, but rather kind of a betrayal of a, of a friendship and trust. Um, and, and that betrayal, there had to be a, a forgiveness there because before I could move forward. Can you speak a little bit about this? Because I'm sure this may be a topic of conversation mm-hmm. that comes up as you're working with uh, women and men and who have had some form of abuse.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Again, I believe the mind is really seeking to protect you. That's why it's reminding you about what someone has done. Like, okay, that person did this and this and this, and it's protecting you. The mind is trying to protect you. So what needs to happen is safe boundaries. When we have safe boundaries implemented and we protect our heart, we know that, okay, now I'm safe it is okay for me to forgive that person because forgiveness and trust are two different things. Forgiveness and reconciliation are different things. Forgiveness is obviously for you so that you can be okay and letting the other person go. And when you let the other person go, it soothes the mind. It tells the mind that it's okay. This has been handled. And so I am okay now. I am safe now. I know how to look for those red flags. I'm okay. And so really it's not about the other person because people don't even need to ask for forgiveness for you to even forgive them. Forgiveness is like saying, I'm not going to do vengeance. I'm not going to harm myself. I'm not going to hold you hostage. I'm going to release you knowing that I have safe boundaries over myself that this will never happen to me again but I release you on any revenge I'm seeking to give to you so you don't always have to have the feelings of overflowing love in your heart that's also a misconception and so it's really just saying I'm not seeking revenge on you I'm letting you go I will let God handle you because you've done something horribly wrong and God will take care of it I'm going to go and I'm going to live my life and I'm going to be okay and I'm going to keep safe boundaries on my life and so if there's a situation where you've forgiven and reconciliation is becoming a part of it, such as many sexual abuse happens in the family dynamic, a very unfortunate, but a lot of sexual abuse happens in the family dynamic. A lot of times those people never get the help that they need. And we have to have continued boundaries over them. But if they have gotten the help that they need, and you are going to be safe with safe boundaries and re reconcile get into a relationship with that person again that forgiveness has happened and now we think about the relationship as moving forward into how we can have a healthy situation the one thing that we can really um trust and know is that God has given us a great mind a powerful mind right he hasn't given us a spirit of fear but a power love and a sound mind so we don't have to worry that if we forgive somebody we're going to forget We don't have to worry about that. We can kind of just be at peace going, okay, God is going to remind me when I need to handle this. I'm now wiser. I now know these things. But so for the most part, a lot of those relationships are damaged and they can't be reconciled. But if they are reconciled, trust has to definitely be present. The person has to be safe. And we have to have a lot of help, a lot of therapy involved in those situations when relationships are reconciled.
1: Yeah, and from what you're saying too, and and really getting support from people who are incredibly skilled and, and gifted in the way to deal with that, you know, because as you said, the words can really make an an impact and when you are trained in something such such as NLP you know even as you said you know when someone was praying over you with great intentions the words that they use actually continue to re-emphasize the negative you know the negativity and you you can feel it in your spirit that Mm -hmm. it's not um yeah it's not freeing it's not life-giving but you're actually Yeah, bringing that cloak of darkness, if you will, just through the words that you use, you know. So, um, really mindful about that. Let's let's um, share how people can get uh, additional resources, support your books, because I know that unfortunately many people have um, experienced this and they may be struggling alone or not really finding the support that they need. So, Lavon, can you share how people might? get some more resources and get in contact with you,
0: please. Well, our ministry is called YKICOACHING.COM. And so that stands for Your Kingdom Inheritance. And so just knowing that God has great things for you and we want to help empower you and for you to receive those. And YKI also stands for You Know It. Because we really believe that our clients hear from God, and we want to empower you. Uh, No one can come into your life and know all the answers. But together with God, we can come in and help devise a plan. So just remember Y-K-I, coaching. And in that, there's a training tab. So you can see different things like uh, Christian coaching, coaching, born to bloom, all the different, I just taught a class called be transformed. So there are different classes and things that you can take. And it's very affordable, a super affordable ministry, we want to let you know that um, we want you healed. That's why we've made it very affordable. And so born to bloom is only um, $150 to go through the seven week course, on your own at home in the comfort of your own home, you'll discover how loved you are, you will discover about how to heal and what keeps you from healing you'll discover boundaries how to implement those in your life and how to pull things together with removing the triggers that happen so there is a lot of great information in the workbook born to bloom and in the courses and the things that you can take just because we want to further your healing we want to help you there is a also um a whole list of godly meditations on my site that you can go to and receive so just saying that if you want more peace in your life there's a godly meditation for free on our site under meditations that you can go and listen to godly meditation on peace allowing that spirit to come in and just calm you and soothe you and help to renew your mind Fantastic! So uh, go and check
1: that out. Uh, we've only scratched the surface in what we've shared today, but I know that uh, those who may need that or if, if you're listening or watching or even the recording, if you know someone that can really be supported by what Lavonne has shared today, please uh, pass these details on to them confidentially so that they can listen and watch at a time uh, that uh, suits them. LeVon, one of the things that I do when I finish uh, our interviews, on this particular podcast is just finished with a word
0: of prayer. May I do that uh, as we finish up today's show? Absolutely. Can I just interject one more thing for my OC people? So I live in Orange County, California, and there's an OC Women's Conference that's coming up. So I will be teaching a class on healing. This is July 16th and 17th. So I'd love to meet you in person if you're here in the Orange County area. I will be teaching a class on healing on the 17th. And so I hope you can join me there. Email me for more information. Contact me again at YKICOACHING.COM.
1: Terrific. Well, thank you, Levon, And let's uh, just finish with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we had today to speak le- with Levon and talk about a topic, Lord, that um, many people are experiencing yet not getting the support, the healing uh, that they really need. And we just pray, that, Lord, that the message that Levon shared today will Go out into the ears uh, of those who need to hear that and to re- know, Lord, that there is true healing in um, and the renewing of the mind when people just really um, open themselves up to Christ and recognizing and realizing the truth of who he says we are. So, Father God, we just pray that uh, those who are suffering still, those who may not yet know that t- true identity in, in Christ, um, will understand that. And we know, Lord, that uh, we have an enemy that continues to to really try and oppress us. So, Lord, we also know that in your name, um, we we just want to bind that. We just want to bind whatever um, lies that the enemy is speaking over. And we want to loose and just really speak truth. We want to speak that Freedom, all those beautiful words that Lavon has shared during today's um interview, we want to just speak that over people and uh, just empower them to realise that they have that available to them as well. And there's resources there to support them. You're there to support them. Please continue to bless the ministry of LaVonne and all of her team and those people that uh, she is uh, here helping and supporting in her ministry. We ask that uh, you continue to really bless that and the work that she's doing. And we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen
0: amen thank, thank you it's so such an important
1: important um area of ministry it can be a difficult one for sure but there is absolute healing absolute yeah. healing we know that yeah you know. And so thank you for stepping up. Thank you for standing up and and being the voice for those that may not have the voice. And I'm sure uh, as they continue to heal, you're probably um, developing in them the future ambassadors for the program that will go out and support others. So thank you
0: so much for all that you
1: continue to do.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me on here, Anne-Marie. And um I just want to say to those that are that are listening that that might have a desire to become a coach for Christ, because I really believe that we are all called to be a coach because we're all called to be disciples. And a coach is a modern day word for disciples. And I remember feeling wow you know some of the things these women have been through I have not been through lord like I'm in, I'm intimidated like they have been through so much how can I help them and the lord reminded me I don't have to because he's been through it all. And he said the work is finished. So because of that, he equips me with his Holy Spirit to come in and to work and empower and to help them know that there is victory on the other side, that there is hope. And we are hope bearers and everybody can be a hope bearer. You do not have had to go through sexual abuse to help those who have been sexually abused. Thank you, LeVon. Thank you. Thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love?
1: Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.TheInfluenceAlliance.com
0: forward slash podcast series That's TheInfluenceAlliance.com forward slash podcast series